Hi, and welcome back to the Possibly Haunted Podcast. And Heather, who is currently talking. This week's episode is Creepy Clowns Being Creepy. And before we get into that, because I have a lot to say about it, we're going to do our coven corner, which is your favorite pun. Who would like to start? I will. I have I have two of them, because I couldn't That's pick. fine. <laughs> okay, the first one is... This has to do with another episode of ours. It says, all these sea monster jokes are just cracking me up. Yes, yes. I saw that one, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Uh, and this other one is a song pun, and it says, Ooh. don't go bake in my heart. I couldn't if I fried. Okay, we went to the same website. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have a really bad dad joke. Do it, do it, do like, it. you know, the guy who invented knock-knock joke, knock, knock joke should win a Nobel Prize. Because <laughs> uh, knock, 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 knock. <laughs> That was the one I found on the internet. Yeah. Heather's going to die in the background. <laughs> so, it's not a pun, but uh, I know the joke that you guys all appreciate. What does a 500 pound canary sound like? Always <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> I used that in a um, drive through line at the Starbucks because oh, a Starbucks employee said, Can you tell me a knock knock joke? And I went, Sure. And I did that. And by the time I went around, he just looked at me like I was the most insane person. If he can't oh, laugh at it, no. Speaking of stories, though, did you hear about the guy who had his whole left side cut off? He's all right now. There's your pun. Oh, see, okay, again, it's all about the delivery people, because I thought, I thought that was a serious conversation, and then, whoop, okay, so... Bentley is even looking at us as a at this point. Um, for me, I don't actually have a favorite, because any pun is a good pun, no matter what. My friends can back me up on this, at least as far as my perspective. So, the one that I choose, because it makes me laugh every time, even though I've heard it, read it a thousand times, is, and y'all have heard it, but just react like you haven't. Um, what's the difference between a hippo and a zippo? A hippo is really heavy, and a zippo is a little lighter. <laughs> it's so good. Okay, I saw that one on the website, like, too, and I was like, I yeah. almost picked that. I was like, I, I, I'm trying to, like, push down my own laugh at my own joke. It's not even my joke, but still, like, it's and great. favorite thing is puns. <laughs> it's punny, and it's amazing, and <laughs> makes the world just a little bit better. Um, so yes, but we're gonna go away from the ha-ha part of this podcast, sorry, words, um, <laughs> and we're going to go to Creepy Clowns being creepy. Yes, and indeed. I know the last couple of episodes I've started, but I, I would like to start this one only because I have, like, the start of it, the start oh. of Creepy Clowns, and then go we can build, because mine, yeah. also mine's going to be a little tame. What are our opinions about clowns in the first place? They're fucking creepy. See, I think they're sad. I've never really liked You're so clowns. sympathetic. Well, no, they're representations of, like, acrobats who are, can't be acrobats anymore. Like, that's the history behind and it makes me sad. Well. Because, like, they're alcoholic, sad. That depends on what, what you consider a clown, because the uh, actual yeah. history th- is a like legit profession. Barnum and Bailey. Mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> clowns like to invade your personal space when you're kids, and I don't like it. True. 
I feel like you're okay, except for the actual okay creepy clowns. clowns. I feel like you. I are I will because well, like at rodeo we had like rodeo clowns, and so they those guys <laughs> were funny. Annoying. But I just I can't help but think of what is that new TV show? Oh, Baskets. Um, that came out with the sad mm. clown. I don't like Zach Galifianakis. Really? I thought that show was hilarious. I, so, think, I just think he's a fat actor who's not that funny. Oh, that show, I loved that show, though. I'm sure that's an unpopular opinion, and I don't care. Unpopular I will stand by my statement. Anymore. As she's currently sitting. <laughs> <laughs> but standing I will sit up straighter at my statement. I, personally, I... People who are clowns, I do not think are creepy or whatever. It's just... Except for... Yeah, we'll get that to that in a second. I just... I've always been bothered by clowns and people dressed up in costumes. Like, you go to Six Flags and all the, like, Looney Tune characters. I love Looney Tunes, but do not put a mask on and come near me. Like, I will literally punch you in the face. And I'll actually take your hat off and punch you in the face. Like, I just... They're not bad people, but I just don't like the concept. I can't actually read it's your facial expressions. I just thing. don't like it. And why are you around children as an adult? Like, I know that's actually, like, that's a profession. It's not, no yeah. judgment. That's just what little five-year-old Heather was like, why are you around me? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. My brother is, he, well, he just turned six, but when he was younger, he hated. And he calls them caricatures. Caricatures? Yeah, they're characters. Oh. But, like, so the first time, I didn't know this, and so, like, he was, like, two and a half, maybe three, and I took him to Chick-fil-A, and the cow happened to be there that day oh. and that was a full-blown meltdown like he wanted his birthday at Chuck E. Cheese well we had to leave his own birthday party early because Aww. he hates characters I uh <laughs> I, I support him sad. and I'm sorry that's that way like I don't even like going like to Santa Claus like I, I can see his face I'm like yeah. just don't fucking touch me um, so, we, we've got a, we've got a little, sorry. we've got a little bit of a, both here, um, as far as, like, support the profession, some crowns are really creepy, but, um, we're, we're gonna kind of get, get a little into, like, the psychology of that, and I actually have, like, a person, or, like, a historical thing, because I wanted to make sure these were real creepy clowns, um, but... Clowns have always been creepy, <laughs> according to, like, my research, whatever. Um, and, like, I, I put in my notes, not everyone believes it, but I don't trust them. Again, not the person, just the, the caricature. caricature. The caricature. And the, car- and the caricature and the character. Um, some people believe the reason that people find them creepy or are afraid of them is because it's difficult to read their facial expressions or body languages. Their whole point is to wear a mask and to present a certain kind of performance, which you could say that about any kind of actor, but this is different when you can't actually see their their facial expressions. And so it's like they're hiding something or they have a secret, which works for certain serial killers that we'll get to later. Um, but there's actually a book by Benjamin Radford called Bad Clowns, and this quote I personally like, um, quotation marks because you cannot see me currently. Funny ears. <laughs> oh yeah, Easter. Funny ears. It's a mistake to ask when did clowns go bad, because they never were good to begin with. And bunny ears. Um, and kind of to go into the historical part of that, clowns or jesters were socially allowed to make fun of, criticize, or humiliate anyone, including the king or the emperor. It didn't matter because they were fools, so they wouldn't be punished like someone else who would like maybe yeah. would be protesting. Um, in my example. And excuse my pronunciation and all that. Um, the Archimimus or Archimime of Rome. And these uh, clowns, basically, um, jesters, performed impressions of the deceased 
at their funeral. Jesus. Okay, I'm sorry, but that's really creepy. I know comedians... It's, 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 there's, there's a line of comedians versus clowns because, again, they're still, they still have the painted face. They still have, like, the crazy colors and the different outfits to make them stand out as, like, not a normal person. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so they were allowed to offend even the mourning family who was there. I'm sorry, but if you're at a funeral morning, why would you cat? Like, you need to pull really it back. Did no. they just come crash funerals, or were they invited? They to were hired. This? Yeah. This, no, no. This is a, this is a legit gig. Why would you want that? If you're being hired, then you know you can't really get mad at them. You know? But like, why would you no, want but, like, hire somebody? It's not really like why are they there? It's like why are you? paying someone to do that kind it's of thing. And maybe for some people it works, like if they're trying to Coping celebrate life. You know, yeah. But it was allowed, and it was a legit... Cry and eat a bunch of ice cream like everyone else. Well, it was a legit yeah. business, and th- th- what makes them a little like more specific than just like a normal like birthday clown or anything like that is that it, it was their job to create precise impressions um, of the deceased for satire and it's actually my notes exaggerated caricatures um so yeah that to me is like really creepy I mean everyone does have their own coping uh, techniques and I actually don't judge like you do you as long as you're not harming anybody else but like to hire someone in a public setting who can make fun of anybody who maybe doesn't like that coping style that's a little just creepy and that's where like we start getting clowns into the courts and all of that kind of thing so they kind of come from uh, it's not the only clown. I won't say that. That's just overgeneralization. But this is kind of where you see them going into the courts and becoming gestures and all the other stuff. And they're on the stage versus the circus. You said courts. And I was like, what are they doing in a court of law? <laughs> <laughs> no, well. Other I mean, courts. Well, technically, I mean, you could argue that terminology. There is law involved in that court. But, um, yeah, so they wear colorful clothes and masks, and they have a goofy nature, which gives a feeling of happy or carefree or silly, and that's what allows them to not be taken seriously, and they can go without punishment. So they can say something as brutal, as truthful, like, they're actually, like, the truth-sayer, because, oh, well, (laughs) they're just silly little fools, why would we take them seriously? And it's like, no, like, that's, they actually are saying something, and so they, and that's another reason the whole mask of, like, hiding and being really fucking creepy um, an example also, uh, th- I'm not gonna go into this, but this Archimimus Archimime kind of going down or up sideways timeline, whatever you, your time spectrum is, um, is Punch and Judy, which is what Itchy and Scratchy from Homer Simpson is based off of. But the reason this is freaking creepy is he's a clownish puppet who cracks jokes, but also beats his wives and kills his children. And no, everyone laughs at it. No one has any problem with it because he's a clown. We went to a pub in London that was called Punch and Judy. And I didn't get the reference, and now I do. (laughs) And I'm a little, little, and I actually do remember the itchy and scratchy thing, but again, those are cats, they're animated figures, nothing's wrong with it. We actually still have this, like, psychological phenomenon now. Uh, Another example would be Big Mouth watching certain things that we would probably not watch, (laughs) but it's animation, so it's okay, right? Like, because it's not to be taken seriously. I'm not going to get into it. You watch it yourself. Um, (laughs) And I'm not going to go into a lot of the pop culture references because, obviously, any creepy clown, but I'm going to be very specific because I just watched it because I'm obsessed with the show Bones. Season 11, (laughs) episode 22, The Nightmare Within the Nightmare, the serial killer, the puppeteer, he actually references Punch and Judy as the... Someone's doing a puppet show, so. Um, yeah, so that's just a little rundown of why they're fucking creepy. And the, and the psychological phenomenon of, like, why it's scary or why it's creepy and why certain movie people or TV show, whatever, still kind of play with that 
psychology, um, as we've seen. An interdimensional space being, it decided to pick a clown as his form on Earth to lure children in. It says a lot. It mm-hmm. does. But mm. I thought that'd be a good opening to what, where, what are y'all creepy things or killer things or whatever. Who wants to go next? Aside from a creepy fact, when you were talking about, like, they like, wear a mask to hide this, like, thing from society, I just thought, like, I'm like, oh, sociology. I'm like, don't we all do that with our emotions every day? Anyway, sorry. No, no. Yeah. This is just like Literally, a- as you're looking at me, I'm having the same thought. I'm like, well, technically, a performance, everybody performs, even on a day-to-day basis. We're not going to get to all that. However, this is slightly different because there's an agenda makeup. and the makeup, like a literal mask, yeah. not a psychological, social Yeah, mask. but that's just what I thought about. That was just, like, side note. I was literally thinking it as I was brain. speaking. Yeah. Mine's a little on the light side, so maybe we should keep it to the end, because I know we have something a bit dark. Yeah, so it start off light, go dark, light. I'll go. Okay. Yay, Morgan. So I'm going to be talking about the uh, really... It's been happening for longer than just in 2016, but 2016 was sort of like the big hype around all the clown sightings, Mm -hmm. people wandering around dressing like clowns, and uh, they were first reported in South Carolina when a nine-year-old boy told his mom that two suspicious people dressed as clowns tried to lure him into the nearby woods, and by mid-October, these clown sightings and sometimes attacks had been reported in nearly all of the United States. Nine out of 13 provinces and territories of Canada and 18 other countries. That's overwhelming to me, is all the the countries. And, like, a lot of them were just, like, people were making it up. Oh, like, this clown attacked me. No, they didn't really. So, like, the police were really running around trying to take it seriously, but at the same time, like, stop making fake calls. You're using up our resources to follow up on fake clown sightings. Some of them were, like, social media stunts to try and get people to go to their pages, but some of them were, like, outright attacks, and we're talking Australia, Brazil, Canada, uh, let's see, Chile, Croatia, Denmark, Finland, Germany, Ireland, Mexico, New Zealand, the Netherlands, Norway, Singapore, Spain, Sweden, Switzerland, the UK... (sighs) <sighs> and then, like, almost to every state in the United States. It was incredible how many how many popped up just all over the world. And I think I remember reading one in uh, Ireland that was really, like, oh, messed up. Um, in, I think it was in Northern Ireland. So, first of all, they were telling people that were leaving, um, like, amusement parks and things not to leave the grounds in their creepy makeup. Oh, okay. Yeah. There were reports of clowns, like, jumping out of bushes to scare school children. And in... Mid-October... No, maybe maybe it wasn't Ireland. There was, there were, like, school threats, I remember oh, reading. Oh, yeah, I never yeah. about that. And it was like, come on, people. What is wrong with you? Wasn't there, like, a bomb threat somewhere here in the States? Involving clowns. Yeah, there yes. was. Involving clowns. I did, I did um, copy down the ones that I read about Georgia, because Miss Cat is from Georgia. Home. The LaGrange <laughs> Police Department. Is LaGrange Springville? Yeah, it's, um, I almost went to a college there. I went toward, and beautiful brick buildings. Very, very small. Did not want to stay there. Okay. Yeah. Well, they received reports of people dressed as clowns in a van luring children on September 12th. <laughs> See, this um, is my point. Two people were later arrested for falsely reporting a clown sighting, and four were arrested for making a terroristic threat, quote-unquote, involving clown costumes. Um, 
is there a Dublin, Georgia? Yeah. Okay, Dublin police chief <laughs> stated that an individual involved in a car accident reported seeing a clown and swerved to avoid the clown, although no one saw a clown at the time of the incident. Also being used to get out of traffic violations. I used to drive from <laughs> Dublin, Georgia when I would drive from Atlanta down to Milledgeville to get back to school. And it was like one of those things that you kind of drive past and go, oh, I wish it was an actual Dublin and not... Dublin, Georgia. Dublin, <laughs> we also have a Dublin, Texas, so we understand. Yeah. But, like, you're happy to go to Dublin, Texas, because that's Dr. where Dr. Pure Pepper. Cane Sugar Dr. Pepper is. Yep. Yeah, see, no, Dublin, Georgia is, it's Dublin, again, Dr. cute. Pepper. But uh, the most exciting part is the Zaxby's, so, you know. <laughs> so, I was actually really surprised to find reports in Texas. I didn't think anyone would be dumb enough to scare the shit out of somebody in Texas who probably owns a gun. Again. Yeah. No. God, no. So, on September 30th, uh, clown-themed threats were made against the high school in Temple. Oh. I know. Yeah, that's a... I saw that, and I was like, Heather's from the Temple area. I've lived in Temple point. and Belton, but technically, yes. I, yeah. I would consider that one of my hometowns. And, yeah, they did. They also... There were sightings in San Marcos and Corpus Christi. And I'm like, dude, what? Sorry, I know. I'm sorry. This is your thing. On October 3rd, <laughs> a person dressed as a clown. They, it wasn't just a sighting. A clown attacked a person at a housing complex at Texas State University. So, San Marcos. I knew that because my best friend's there, and she told me, and I was like, I'll drive down and kick his ass. Like, don't... The victim said <laughs> the alleged clown tried to grab her before she could pull away. The suspect then left in an unknown direction, according to university police. And the Houston Independent School District... Um, the schools were placed on lockdown following clown-related threats posted on social media. On October 11th, a Gainesville home was broken into by three clown-masked teenagers, and the homeowner was shot in the face and arm with a BB Ooh, gun. Great. A 13-year-old man... Oh, I'm sorry. Male. says male. A 13-year-old boy and a 14-year-old were uh, both arrested for that. And just like... They're just babies. What? I know. That part of the brain that says, this is a bad idea, isn't quite developed yet. And so they're like, you know what would be really cool? I want to be sympathetic, but really at the same funny. time, like, don't. I know. It's it's and really idiotic. It's just bad how this turned into a social media stunt and went out of control. Oh. And like, in Sweden, a woman was threatened by a pair of clowns with knives the following day, a man was um, injured by another knife-wielding clown. And it's like, the f- guys, come on. This is Sweden. Sweden is supposed to be a nice place. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty one of the lowest crime you rates. Know, yeah. I was thinking about this clown thing, and I remember you, Heather, were driving me home, and somebody flashed their lights at us, and they were wearing clown masks. Oh, God. <laughs> we kept fucking driving. <laughs> I was like, it's fine. And she's like, no. No, I literally, no, because we were right by our house, and I'm like, <laughs> You don't, when, there's certain things that happen here, like I know in Texas, and I'm not going to get into that right now, so I just like, nope, we're going to keep driving, and if they follow us, I'll take them straight to the cops, and blah, 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 everything was fine, and I dropped her off, and I watched her go into her house and lock the doors and everything, but like, no. But what makes this whole thing creepy is that it happened internationally around the same time, and even if it was like a host, like, oh, we think we're being funny, I'm like, why? Internet it's so fucking creepy. And, like, I remember, it was probably North Carolina the reports were came, coming from, that they were like, there's this house in the woods, and there's, like, I saw a bunch of clowns going toward this house, and I don't know what's going down. Like, I remember reading that yeah. somewhere. Like, do y'all remember I reading do. about the clown house in some mysterious woods? I assume North Carolina, but I don't really know. Yeah. But I remember, I remember people telling me about this. I never saw a clown myself. But, um, somebody... I probably went, probably cat. Mm-hmm. For, um, 
we all were really excited thinking, ooh, it's a promotional stunt for American Horror Story. Yeah. 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 Um, the, I guess the last half of Hotel came out in 16, but then Roanoke was coming out in 16, but nobody knew what it was going to be yet. Because at that time, they hadn't announced anything. And I'm kind of an American Horror Story, like, fanatic. Yeah. So, so I, I remember, I do remember that. I remember us thinking, you know, ooh, what if this is a publicity stunt for American Horror Story? And uh, obviously, it was not. <laughs> so, but it shows they, like how it kind of played into that. And this no, is they like, they interpret they put it in, and that's what the, the, the last season of American Horror Story, which is why I wasn't going to mention it pop culture because I figured that was going to be your pop culture reference. But like, it was too fucking real. Everything else, I'm like, oh, you know, I can kind of be back here, and it's not a big deal. Like we were talking psychologically. But that season was really hard to watch the entire way through because it was so fucking real. And so, of course, people were watching these news reports about these, you know, creepy clowns everywhere. And there's, like, a um, clown association of, like, professional clowns. Yeah. That they were like, don't be afraid of clowns. Like, real clowns are nice. And we, you know, we do not approve of these shenanigans. And they had to, like, make a public statement. Oh, but no, he, I feel bad no, for okay, those here, real Here's the thing. Like, as, if it's a profession, I actually do respect profession. Like, this, you're just trying to, like, this is what you're passionate about. Like, this is your career. But telling me not to be afraid of creepy clowns when, or of clowns, um, when there are creepy clowns threatening people with knives and, like, they're building on that psychological fear... It's hard for me. I can't just take your word for it. Like, you might be a nice one. And see, honestly, that's why I think Tim Curry's Pennywise is scarier, because he's dressed like a normal clown. Yeah. Not a raggedy, you know, dirty-looking clown. He's dressed like... He's just a clown. With the red nose. For me, that's creepier, because that's very unassuming. Yeah. It's always the people that you meet that you're like, you're very, very normal. Something's mm. wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, that's five-year-old Heather agrees with the statement. Yeah, so just treat shows. the clown sightings. It's Don't not- try to scare people. That is how you get shot. And honestly, so uh, I remember back in my undergrad, uh, Halloween, we all dressed up, and someone actually did a really, like, effed-up version of the It costume, and she was going around specifically finding people who were actually scared clowns. Like, she knew was their fear. And I'm like... That's not cool. It's like, if they punch you in the face, I'm not going to stop them. Yeah. Because it's, like, I, I think crowns are, I'm not really scared, but I, they, they creep me out. So she came chasing after me, like, I could stop, and, like, I wouldn't have a panic attack. Like, I could, like, confront. But I have other friends who, like, even if you send, like, a normal clown picture, they freak out. And, like, she would go after them. I'm like, that's when it's no longer fun. Like, you're intentionally trying to cause harm, and that's where the line's drawn. Police in various places were having to tell the locals, um, you know... Don't overreact to people dressed as clowns on Halloween. Yes, you can still take your children and go have Halloween, but just beware and be careful. Yeah. But it was like, they actually had to tell people, you know, don't freak out just because you see one. Don't harm somebody. Yeah. It's probably someone thinking, oh, this is going to be funny. Or someone, <laughs> there might be like a, like a teenager who actually legit wants to be a clown for a profession. He's like, I'm going to get started now. Like, it's, well, I think they recommended some... for Halloween for people to not, like, like teenagers that yeah, don't like, dress but up But if as you a do, clown, like, don't. Be aware. It's kind of like, I'm determined one year to do, like, a full-on group clockwork orange thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm aware that more... I'm going to warn people beforehand. And it's more of a mind thing. I don't thing. think you would be scary. No. The thing is, like, <laughs> five foot one, maybe. <laughs> On a good day. So, like, people aren't generally scared of me. <laughs> but so, if you like to pull pranks on people, might send you to that thread of confused, don't abuse. Yes. 
It's like that's not yeah. There you, you know, go. sign them up for magazine subscriptions they didn't want. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, those are horrible. Oh no, don't cuss them. But I'd rather that move than... th- move things around their office when they leave, so they're really confused when they get back. Cello wrap everything. Really go old school and ask if the refrigerator's running. Uh, do what you do. Uh, I, know. I, I can't help it. Also, side note, there's a couple, like, pops and crinkles going on, and that is either going to be the sound of pretzels, or the sound of bottled waters, or the sound of wrappers. I think cause that last thirsty. bump was maybe my water heater. Yeah, so there's I'm also sounds, always hungry. So I'm apologizing beforehand because I'm not going to, to take those sounds out. Cause. So that is mine, though. <laughs> Creepy clowns and across the world. super recent. Started in, like, you know, ancient Rome. Now we're in 2016. Everyone's a little unsettled. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's about to get worse. And speaking of just creepy clowns, I've got a specific clown that I'm going to be talking about. The most famous clown. Woo! And he is actually known as the killer clown. Mm-hmm. And it is uh, John Wayne Gacy. Well, well, and what was his clown name? Uh, he actually, um, it usually goes by Pogo, mm-hmm. um, but sometimes he called himself Patches. Yeah. But I'm getting there, I'm getting there. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I've got a cat named Patches. I don't like that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Just ruined Patches for you. Yeah, you did Why forever. Patches? Why? <laughs> so, um, a little bit of background of Gacy. Um, he was he had two other siblings. He had a really abusive alcoholic father. He also had the heart condition, so like he didn't like didn't fit in with like the cool kids because he couldn't do sports. And so and like whatever, like at a normal time in his age, because yeah, at that time period, yeah, yeah. And and also my, he was also like an overweight kid, so like he never really fit in with the crowd. He was always kind of like a little outcast when he was younger. And then he gets older and he gets married, and he was like considered an upstanding like citizen of his community. He was a part of like uh, the like local government and like he was a Democratic Party, all this stuff like. Really, really likable. Um, and then with his, like, first wife, like, weird things started going on. They started, like, swinging, and he started doing this, like, having, like, these parties down in his basement where he would, like, have young his boys. Yeah, he would have, like, <laughs> young boys come down, and he'd, like, give them lots of alcohol and drugs, and then he'd, like, make passes at them, and if they, like, reject him, he'd play it off as, like, a joke. So that's kind of how, like, all these, like, his, these weird little... Like tendencies and desires of him like started, I mean, but that's kind of my thing. Is if I hit on somebody and they're like, "No, I'm," I'm like, "Ah, uh, joking." Just ah. kidding. I really want to kiss you. You're going. So that that was that's like a little bit of background of how he, you know, those little things that like people should have done. It's one of those things like when he got arrested for. Well, first he was arrested um, for um, counts of rape, and then he got out, and that's when he started murdering. But it's one of those things like. When he got convicted of murder, no one was really surprised. Ugh. He was kind so of that's creepy. not okay. Right? Ever, on all accounts of him that I've read, it's just he kind of gave off the vibe of, Ew. Also, yeah. disclaimer here, just because if you're into swinging or, like, those kind of parties, that's not... That's not... That's not, not no. It, it's, it's the young boy alcoholic <laughs> Yeah, like, under, underage boys. Not even yeah. like, oh, like, they were, like, 18 and... Yeah, no, like, they were, like... Like fifteen, fourteen, oh. sixteen. Or was it earlier? Well, okay, so that's what I'm getting to. So he's like, sorry. work history. <laughs> Cats interrupting my topic. I'm asking questions. Oh wait, what? Cat interrupted somebody? That <laughs> never happens. I get excited. <laughs> I love you, Kit Cat. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, so he worked at, he, like, managed three different KFCs, and like I said, he worked for local government, but he also was a clown for parties, and he, mm-hmm. he also did, like, local, like, charities and fundraising events, and, like, yeah, 
what was creepy about his clownness, his outfit specifically, is like um, clowns have like the soft painting around their smile, like you mm-hmm. know, smile to make them look like nicer and not scare children. Oh, he did not. Like he even made his clown persona look like intended to be scary. And um, we'll post a picture on our social media. I'll just show you guys right now. And people mm-hmm. still hired him. Yeah, and uh. he he was hired for a lot of like local events and. Oof. And I'm dropping my more like kind of aggressive than scary. Like I'm about to do something like very murderous. Sinister. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, essentially, is a good word for that. So yeah, his first murder um, happened in 1972 when he picked up a 17 year old Timothy Jack McCoy from a um, a Greyhound terminal. Um, he ended up having 33 victims, but um, and so he didn't find his victims at being the clown, like, you know, at clown parties or anything, but oh, yeah. what he did do is he would, um, a lot of times he'd get, like, these young boys, like, drunk or on drugs, whatever, and then he'd tell them, like, hey, I'm gonna do this handcuff trick with you, uh, no. and, like, you know, like, a, one of his clown tricks, and that's how he would get them in the handcuffs, so, like, and subdue them before okay. he, yeah. Red flag. Yeah. Your yeah. date decides, hey, I do close-up magic. Want to see my handcuff trick? See, there's a Back reason I am not okay with magicians in general. It's all well, these tricks. And deceit. Shit. Yeah, deceitful. <laughs> then he also did, uh, well, so he did that for a while, and then he started doing um, the rope trick. And that's, uh, yeah, he same the same idea. He'd like, let me let me do this trick on you. And then he would strangle him with the rope. And sometimes, sometimes, this is even more creepy, he would, like, uh, fill his bathtub, like, halfway with water, and he would, like, drown him and pull him out and resuscitate him just to, like, kill him again. Just to, like, strangle him. Yeah. Because he got, like, he, he said he got this, um, what did he call it? Like, he got, like, a... Um, like an orgasm, like from yeah. like yeah. like this high, and so like the first one, he said it was like amazing, it was a great thrill, and so he was always kind of doing that like thrill seeking for that again adrenaline junkie kind of yep. thing. Yep, and so all the time, all the while he was doing this, he was also patches the clown, his creepy little clown clown persona. So so like Ugh. Pogo, like his real life work patches like his alter ego crazy. Mo- you know, like, I mean, I don't know. He didn't say. I just know that he had two. He had two different characters, yeah. and so I think that was just like you think he alternated between his. Like I think it's just really crazy that like even though like Cat said, people always kind of got this like weird like vibe from him, but he still was like they considered also, an upstanding yeah. person of the community. That's how like, it usually is. That's but, why you oh, don't. And suspect he worked them. at like children's hospitals and yeah. like went and did events there. Uh, like worked all the again, time. professional clowns, not creepy, but this does not help. They also said his house reeked. Oh, you want to know why? Because, so he hid all his victims underneath his house, because it was on, it was one of those houses that was on, like, a... Like, lifted. Li- yeah, yeah, it was a lifted house. Level, I think? Something like that. And, um, because this was in Chicago, and so he, uh, yeah, like, when they, they make this reference of him stacking his kills, but, like, quite literally, um... When they went to do a search warrant of his house, he broke a pipe underneath and flooded the underneath of his house. So then they had to like wait for it to drain out. But I mean, they just said they found like, and because of the water damage, they just found like rotting flesh under there and bones because he had destroyed so much evidence. Yeah, yeah. But he just his house smelled awful because he hid all his bun- bodies under the house. And everyone just thought his house just smelled weird. Not Another red like, flag: he's rotting also, like, flesh. Married. Mm. So how did this work out? Well, actually, he got divorced um, when he... He was married during his first kill, but mm-hmm. then they kind of got divorced, and then they Smart didn't kind lady. of get divorced. They, they did get divorced. divorced. And that's when the, he said after the divorce, he had this, like, he had more freedom to go and, you know, yeah. 
kill young boys. There was a story that I read that's one of my favorites. Is he was a roommate? He had a roommate that was like this muscular, like athletic guy, and he tried to do the rope trick on him, and the guy like beat him up. And <laughs> I was like, yeah, fight back, <laughs> fight back. <laughs> or you know, don't be a shitty person that tries to strangle people. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. A, that's like the, the, the big problem. But yes, also back up, defend. <laughs> yeah. So this one was a little less uh. off the uh, like direct. Clownness, but it ended up like, like uses related. It. It, yeah, he definitely because he uses his, it with like his, stuff. his party tricks to help yeah. subdue and his victims. Even if he didn't, even if he didn't do that, like while actually in his Pogo Patches character, there's an association there. Like everyone thinks of him as the clown killer or the creepy clown, which mm-hmm. adds to the whole fear of clowns. Ugh, yeah. So, well, well, well. I know it's so ultimately creepy, and he's one of those serial killers that you I mean, thirty-three read people, about and you're just like, ugh. Yeah. He's also yeah. one of, like, I guess the more known ones, too. Like, when you start, like, listening to serial killers, a lot of people know him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, the last podcast on the left is a really all-encompassing thing that we don't necessarily have the time to go through, because I think it's multi-episode, like, that level oh, of detail. Oh, yeah. So I highly recommend, if you ever just want to, like, sit down and learn about stuff you really don't need to know, last podcast on the left is a solid And choice. you don't want to do your own research. You'd rather have, like, do your own stuff while listening in the back. That's probably good. So shout out to that podcast. Oh, and something else. So he was obviously convicted and he was sentenced and he got put in like an isolation uh, while he was in prison. Um, And he was on death row for 14 years. But while he was in there, he began to paint and um, he painted like a lot of clown photos, like uh, images of clowns. Uh, And most of the time he would paint uh, depictions of himself, like Pogo. Um, Yeah. And now they're on exhibit. Oh, of course they are. His his the paintings they range anywhere from like two hundred to twenty thousand dollars for a painting that he did. How about we just put them in a fire and destroy them? that? And then I, he was stabbed, and that's just, how he died. Good. It's the yeah. whole. Oh, he didn't. No, uh, no, it was another executed. another um, inmate stabbed him. Wow, probably hated clowns. Yeah. Or like you know, I mean, make a balloon animal one, one, one more time. I mean, what sometimes <laughs> happens is the guys like I have a son that age. No, yeah, or something like there's that. There's a interesting honor code in prison, and if you were a molester of children or a you know that kind of level, you're not you're gonna be lucky if you make it out. Honestly. Yeah. Guys, I, I'm i sorry. I missaid that. He was stabbed. He was actually attacked twice, but that's not how he died. He was executed. Uh, that's what uh, I thought. Uh, in 1994. Because oh, he did the KFC thing. Yeah, because yeah, we talked about that. Thing. Yeah. But yeah, that's apparently I was he, confused. I was like, I remember the, the game. He was he was um, in isolation because he was a target. Because, yeah. Because people hated him. A lot of the first guy, like, person. sharpened a, um, a piece of wire and stabbed him right through the arm. Gotta be, Jeez. you know. Honestly, like... Very creative. Not I wouldn't Seriously, condone. I wouldn't condone it. But like super creative to figure out what you need to do with <laughs> the tools that you have. <laughs> okay, so oh man, now I'm just I'm okay. sorry. Come is, there, is there another? Is there, is there another fun fact about him? Oh, one wait, more fun fact. It's a fun fact. Um, something messed up when they were doing the execution and the clogging. Uh, his IV tube clogged, and yeah, it uh, complicated the execution process, it and it, it was really, really drawn out. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was totally an accident. There's quotation marks. Isn't that all? Bunny ears. Bunny ears. Ah. Easter. (laughs) We are themed. Okay, go. Sorry, I just read that and I was like, I did not know that. It's okay, yeah. There's so much to learn. There's so much to learn about him because he's ultimately incredibly creepy and very interesting in a morbid way. Yes. A psychological way. That's why the podcast exists, though, is us being like, this is creepy and I shouldn't like it, but... uh." Okay. So on a much lighter note... 
What I am covering uh, briefly is the Creepy Clown Motel. And there was like a... Oh, do you need a second to readjust? No, we're good. Pause. Okay. Do you want the cushion? Are you sure? It's just, okay. It was just the way I was leaning. Okay, so there's a clown motel uh, located in Tonopah, Nevada. T-O-N-O-P-A-H. Tonopah. Um, population 2,478, which is already like Nopesville. <laughs> oh, I was like, wow, that's pretty big. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and it uh, has the reputation as being the scariest hotel in America. So basically, I'm going to have, we're going to have pictures up on the Socials. Instagram. Uh, but uh, so it's basically this motel that you drive up to, you're in the middle of the desert. And you see this sign, and it has a picture of this lovely little clown, and he's got, like, neon lights all around him, and it says vacancy sort of flashing underneath it. Like, it's a cheap motel. <laughs> like, okay, so, let's see here. It's a favorite pit stop for uh, trekkers, bikers, and others passing through the desert. It's not necessarily a vacation stop, unless you just really want clowns dangling over your bed while you try to okay, sleep. Okay, I'm good. No, um, thank you. So Let's go. The, so <laughs> Ghost Adventures paid a visit, and they paid a visit, because there's the Ghost Motel, and next door is a cemetery. Oh, <laughs> so, I'm intrigued with that one. Um, so, uh, they once you get inside of this little place, you see a bunch of clown dolls of all shapes and sizes in the lobby, and then... The most notable one is Ronald McDonald, the famous McDonald's clown, is sprawled across a couch. And then, but there's not just one version of him in the lobby, there's four. <laughs> um, so I'm very uncomfortable with this topic, and I picked it. <laughs> yeah, the rooms are a bit less crowded than the lobby, um, so, but there still are these sort of uh, decorative but kind of run-down clowns all over the doors and inside. There are portraits of famous clowns. I don't think they would put Gacy in there. I was about to say, man, they shouldn't put one of Gacy's paintings up there. Um, so the it's built on haunted grounds, which is why I thought possibly haunted would yeah. enjoy this. So uh, there's so Tonopah, which I'm hoping I'm saying that correctly, is uh, one of a mining town in Nevada. So it had sort of booms and disasters. It's considered a ghost town now because it's dropped so dramatically in population since its, like, heyday. Um, so it used to have more than 50,000 people. Yes. Mm. Sounds much better. <laughs> um, but, you know, now has only about 2,500. So it, the Silver Rush created the second richest silver strike in Nevada history in Tonopah. Um, and the silver didn't last forever. And so all the people that did the mining are pretty much buried in the old Tonopah Cemetery, 1901, which is next door to this place. Mm. Um, so from the rooms, the sort of, they're really cheap. I think I looked this up a while ago, and it's like $50 a night. Yeah. So it's $50 a night for a room. Um, but if you look outside of your window, sometimes you just stare straight into the cemetery from your room. So it's super, like relaxing, and you can really get a lot of sleep. I'm over here uh, like, let's go! I know! Fun <laughs> our road trip. And, uh, so, let's see here. Uh, inside, the gates of the cemetery have 300 people, and they are victims of what was called the Tonopah Plague, which swept through the area in 1902. 14 miners also died in a fire in 1911, and pioneer residents that built, you know, just mm -hmm. normal, that died from somewhat natural causes people 
um, are also in there. So there's a lot of ghostly reviews um, having to do with this. So first of all, you're seeing a bunch of clowns, so you're already on edge. And then um, the re- visitors have reported interactions with spirits, including doors slamming, room keys going missing, and mysterious voices. Um, but there's also other people that have no weird experience except real bad Wi-Fi. Um, <laughs> well, that's just appalling. And, like, not liking the breakfast. So, <laughs> How dare well, they? Bad Wi-Fi is clearly a terrifying experience in and, in and of itself. And it's probably caused by the ghost energies and all of that. Obviously. But here's what's exciting about this hotel. When we uh, decided what the episode was going to be, and it went up on our little dock that we have... I saw a video saying that this hotel is for sale. <gasps> you too could own this haunted motel. It is for sale if it's still for sale. I don't know. Honestly, it's for sale for a reason. <laughs> so the person that owns it currently is it's been twenty two years in business and is ready to retire. The motel um, is on sale for a mere nine hundred thousand um, dollars. And what he plans to do with the rest of it is uh, he wants to go fishing and enjoy himself. But there's a catch. On top of the $900,000 you have to somehow scare up, you need to keep all of the clowns. I was going to say, I bet they won't let you change it. Nope, it's still the clown motel. Then why even bother selling it? Um, Well, I guess because it's gotten a lot of internet reviews recently, and like people are staying there for like creepiness, plus Ghost Adventures went there. You know, what if the ghosts inhabit each doll, and that's why the doll can't leave because it's the only way that they can like return to the land? Then we need what? What? Where are the conspiracy theories people from The Conjuring? Demonologists oh. and Ed and Lorraine Warren. Yeah, but we need to call the Living Warren. Isn't uh, yeah? I think Lorraine is still alive. Yeah. Call oh, is she? Is I want to meet her. I know she outlived Ed. Yeah, we should call. Him. Just send him that way. Be like, just. I wish that old bitch would tell us about Amityville. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're listening, um, respectfully and politely, if you would like, inform us. Just so you know, I need you, everyone to have this image. Morgan has been sprawled out on the floor and relaxing, and Ashley said that she's lifted herself up very violently towards the microphone. Because like, I want <laughs> to know what actually happened in that house, and they say Fashion. they say that is and the anime. one story they will not tell in its entirety because it was so spooky. Isn't the Conjuring or doing a third one about that specifically though? About Amityville? Yeah. Oh, I don't know what the next one's going to be about. I'll look it up in a second. Let's keep talking. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, because I did a, like, a, I don't know if it was the first one. No, it's the second Conjuring, where the beginning was, like, yeah, they yeah. were at the Amityville house, so I thought that was, like, foreshadowing for the next one. But, like, oh. if you go to their website, it even says on their website that, like, they won't give all the information about what happened to them in the house. I mean, like, it might be really traumatizing, right. too. According to IMDb, um, The Conjuring 3 is going to be Ed and Lorraine head to London in the 1980s to investigate a man named Bill Ramsey who is presumably being possessed by and haunted by the demon of a werewolf. Ooh. Huh. Well, I'm intrigued. The demon of a werewolf? Apparently. I it's mean, in the UK again, you said? That's weird. <laughs> but they're also going to make a spinoff of the nun that was in... What was that demon's name? Oh, we talked about this cat knows it. Um, uh, Kazuzu, I don't know. He's the one that she scribbles in yeah. the... Not, not, not Bagul, that's yeah. the... Uh, 
Valak. 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 Yeah. Yeah. They're they're doing one about the the nun figure and Valak specifically. Is it bad that I just want to see it because uh, I can't never say her last name Vera for Farminga. 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 She is so cool. Farmina. I'm freaking. In. She's my second favorite actress, and I'm in love with her. Okay, who's your first? Come on, you Who's know this. Mariska Hargitay from Law and Order SVU. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Sorry, that's probably peaked the mic level. Version, so they don't know. I know. I was like, that, to no, that's why I was, I was like, someone else has got to say it because y'all know me so well. <laughs> yeah, those are two my two favorite ladies because they're badass and awesome in all their ways. And if they happen to ever listen to our podcast, please just come beat me. Us, us, don't be selfish. Us, we love them. Oh, when it comes to Mariska, I'm like, sorry, it's all mine. (laughs) I'll share, Vera. I don't know. It might be fun to do an episode about the Warrens, like just one whole episode. We can each do a different aspect. Well, if you'd like that idea, please do send us your approval. Um, Next week, actually, um, not next week. The next Next recording. (laughs) Uh, But Lorraine is still alive. She's 91. Oh, sweet. Okay, so she needs to go to Cloud Motel. Um, so, next episode we're going to play another game show, which will be interesting. I'll have to come up with a more uh, subtle way than you guys screaming out buzzer noises. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> apparently we were a little loud last time. <laughs> oh, apologize. But the next game show is going to be about red flags and trying not to date serial killers. Hmm. <laughs> A.K.A. What we have to talk about with Kat. <laughs> My mind feels every day. <laughs> but um, we hope that... If you were already afraid of clowns, we just added to it. I apologize. If you're not, and you're still good with the profession, you know, do you. But uh, clowns are pretty creepy, and they happen since ancient Rome, or probably before. Um, if you would like to see any of our topics in visual format, um, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Possibly Haunted Podcast. Twitter is Possibly Haunted Pod. And if you have any suggestions or any ideas that you want us to do, if you have any comments about previous episodes, uh, feel free to email us at possiblyhauntedpodcast at gmail.com or you can comment on any of our social media things. We are we welcome topics. We've actually done a couple recommended topics and honestly uh there's so much out there for us, and we love it all. We need a little help sometimes reining it in. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about everything creepy ever! <laughs> that works. And uh, if you want to see, you know, our pets and our dogs and stuff, that's on our social medias, too. True. Yes. True. So just remember, listeners, that you could be possibly haunted by, by killer clowns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we had the same clowns. idea. <laughs> no. <laughs> That song's been stuck in my head this entire time.